And the worst is when you're convincing people to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, but I'll go if you go. Honestly, hey, come, come, it's gonna burn. So on a night out, I'm always. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Straight Out of Uni with me, Ronaldo Castro Patrick. And me, Sophia Caridis. And this week, me and Sophia are going to be talking about a very prominent issue, I think, in a lot of 20 plus year olds' lives, and even whatever age you fair, 18 below, something like that. We're going to be talking about FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, which I feel like the two of us definitely both suffer from. Yeah, I think out of most people that I know, we are the most uh, major sufferers of this. This uh, cultural phenomenon, is it a generational phenomenon? I don't even know what to call it anymore. I, you know what, off, just off that bat, I don't think it's a generation, I think it is a generational phenomenon. I think so. Because my mum would be like, why do you have the fear of missing out on something? Like, just grow up. My dad takes the piss all the time saying, oh, you've got FOMO, FOMO, you're always, always complaining, da 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 da. I feel like it comes down to, and uh, we mentioned this previously before between ourselves, like, in their generation, they didn't have the worries of, like, social media and elements of wanting to miss out on things yeah i think this is something that coming across from our research before this episode we realized it is really one of the most prominent things that makes us different to our other generations and something that actually has really affected us quite in a detrimental way yeah i feel like people a lot of people don't realize that they wouldn't even call it maybe fear of missing out but they're definitely having some kind of mental or physical reaction or emotional reaction to, you know, not being somewhere where they should be, whether they want to class it as FOMO or not. And I guess this is also supported by the Oxford Dictionary definition of the term. You're going to give us a definition, I'm going to whip it out. Go know. on. So um, according to the Oxford de- Dictionary in 2013... <laughs> dictionary? It, dictionary? <laughs> dictionary? Oh, honestly, can't speak today. So it was added in 2013, the same year as twerk and selfie, which I think ex- encapsulates our generation quite nicely. 100%, yeah. Um, yeah. And according to this definition, FOMO is the uneasy and sometimes all-consuming feeling that you're missing out, that your peers... <laughs> are doing in the know about or in possession of more or something better than you? Um, that, <laughs> the uneasy and sometimes all-consuming feeling that you're missing out. But would, you, would you associate FOMO with kind of a feeling of always being uneasy? Because I feel like that is quite narrow-minded towards um, it. No, to be honest, right? When, say I'm at home and all my friends are out for some reason, which... I try not to let that happen if everyone's out. But say I can't go to something, uh, I have to rise or this or that. Back in the day, uni times. Um, you do kind of have that kind of, you get that kind of anxiety, that kind of, oh, I really want to be there, I want to be going out. Yeah, you're right. I think that's quite an accurate definition of the term. Yeah, it's funny actually, because obviously a statistic that I found underneath that was that nearly three quarters of young adults reported that they experienced a phenomenon, which I actually think it's probably more than that, you know. Well, according to our research... It was, I think it was maybe, I think 10% of you said no, and I feel like that 10% of you are liars. Yeah, hundreds of people in our in our survey said you do. So over 300 people said you do suffer from FOMO with only 30 saying no, which I think is quite telling. I think that is quite telling, to be fair. I reckon, and from kind of other answers we received, that those 30 definitely... We asked you guys, obviously, why you don't. And some of the reasons which we'll get into later were kind of self, self-explanatory, self I guess. I feel as though, and this is quite a very stereotypical label, that introverted people more so probably don't suffer with FOMO half as much as extroverted people. Yeah, I think it, I guess it boils down to your personality type as well. But I think if you say you don't 
uh, experienced some kind of FOMO at all, you're kind of lying, guys. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, credits to you if you really think you don't actually give a shit about <laughs> what other people are doing. And I guess it also depends what you're missing out on. If it's just about missing out on a motive, but none of your friends are there or a festival, none of your mates are there, it doesn't really matter. It's all about the people, which a lot of you said in your responses. Yeah, it was kind of more friends over family. And I guess as well, like me personally, I associate FOMO with more to do with like social events and motives and stuff like that. But I guess FOMO takes place in like a lot of real world situations. And I feel like whether that's, you know, even just missing out on a gym session or missing out on an internship or an experience or... I feel like it can affect everybody's life extrovertively or introvertively, if those are words, like in different kind of aspects, you know what I mean? Like people would even have FOMO of, you know, not going to the library. I used to get FOMO of not going to the library actually, but, that, but again, that's because <laughs> yeah, the, library no. was, the library was a social event. Of so. course, to be honest, same. If, if it was a Eddie B for those uh, Leeds listeners out there, that oh. was kind of a social hub. Um, Big up Hartley Library, let's yeah. not forget about that. <laughs> But I guess in general now, it's a very important thing to be talking about because obviously due to corona, it's affected FOMO in different ways. And we've had some interesting answers about it. But according to certain articles that we've read, uh, COVID has actually cured some people's FOMO because really, what what are you missing out on in terms of what other people are doing right now? Do you know what? I, I would agree that it's definitely kind of cured my FOMO in some aspects because... You're, when, when no one's doing anything, do you know what I mean? Like, no one's going out, no one's socialising. What is there for me to kind of feel like I'm missing out on? Yeah, and I think it's it's the, the, the best, not best, but I guess a silver lining of this whole situation is COVID has kind of removed that pressure that you constantly need to be doing something sick and you constantly need to be out and constantly need to be socialising, which social media makes you feel like you have to do sometimes. Yeah. So because of social media, I think that is the main pressure and because of corona and the the restrictions it's had on our life and especially our social life more than anything Mm. in a way it's kind of helped that um that FOMO I think it's a case of I don't have the fear of missing out it's more the case of I'm actually generally missing out on some of my best years of my life which I wouldn't associate with FOMO because of the pandemic so it's for me it's not really affected me and that's I think it's it's, it's, it's made it a lot better for me yeah I agree I mean we had some interesting responses about corona specifically saying that you know it's actually increased my FOMO because I'm missing out on like exactly what you said the best years of my life and do you know what in that respect I do get that it's more of a FOMO of like what could have been rather than what is happening right now yeah so 75% of you said that actually FOMO has gotten better for you in a sense it's, you're not affected by it as much throughout this lockdown and previous lockdowns while 25% of you said it's actually made it worse which I kind of see both viewpoints but it, it I think it all depends on the kind of character you were pre-panorama as I'll call it not okay, yeah, pre, um, yeah. but if you were somebody that because it works in two ways because it could actually make your FOMO worse in the sense that if just say you weren't doing much beforehand and you wanted to, you know, get out in the world and like start doing more. Corona has made it worse than this. You can't do those things. So those aspirations you had to maybe better yourself are now like paused, flawed. Do you know what I mean? And I guess it really depends also on what you're doing now. So for someone like like us that we're at home with our families um, versus people that are at uni with their mates. But again, also you're at uni, but you're not really living the full experience. There's a lot of... A lot of comparison, but at the end of the day, we're all restricted together, which I think is why ultimately, overall, for a lot of people, the FOMO has decreased during this time. Yeah. If you're thinking about it 
in the present moment right now. If you can pinpoint back to whatever age you were, why do you think you suffer with FOMO? Oh, mate, I, <laughs> only this pre, pre-pandemic, even up to the very day lockdown was announced, I was suffering from FOMO. I mean, <laughs> I just don't like missing out on any sort of social event or motives. And I also think it's about maximizing kind of your experiences in life and yeah. not wanting to miss out on opportunities or people that you might meet or having fun with your friends, I think at the bottom line is the main thing. Um, and no one wants to feel like they're missing out on fun, I guess, especially yeah. at our age. And I think it's something really prevalent between uh, for for uni students, for young people in general and for grads as well. Um, so I think, yeah, if I could pinpoint like a specific moment, I can't. Every every time I'd miss something, I'd be like, oh, but then, <laughs> but then there's ways of kind of, you have to rationalize it and think, why am I not going out? There's a re- there's a reason that you've chosen to miss out on a certain thing, and hopefully that's a beneficial purpose. Purpose, you know? yeah. I would say for myself, I think I suffer from FOMO as being quite a sociable character. Like I generally just don't want to miss out on anything. Yeah. Not have a case of even like oh like they're doing something without me. Like I'm not. I don't really into that. Like I will go to anything just for the sake of going out. And I don't know if that stems, which we'll kind of get into more when we've got your viewers' responses, but I don't know if that stems more memory from a mental perspective of, you know, I want to keep myself busy. Um, and it's something I guess I've had a lot of self-reflection to think about, especially when planning this episode, like, why am I actually, why do I need to be at everything? Exactly. Like, why should I be at everything? But going kind of, after reading and looking at some of the responses, there's a lot of pinpoints, you know, maybe back in the day when people weren't, you weren't invited to something, Ronaldo, or like, just if there's different reasons as to why everybody has different elements of FOMO and I was quite narrow-minded until planning this episode thinking that it's just because everybody wants to go out yeah everybody wants to just not miss out but there was there were actually some a lot of some of them were mentally mentally mental reasons some were financial reasons and I think it's good to have an insight of other people's point of views because it kind of helps you understand people as a person I did not realize that FOMO affected so so many people. Oh, well, I think it's it's a it's a cross um, across our generation. I think most people 100% suffer from this, mm. and that's why we kind of wanted to talk about it on this episode. Um, I guess shall we dive straight into some of these some of these other issues that we've uh, also discovered while planning? Mm. Um, other issues about social media being the main kind of cause of this. Mm. Um, while we were digging around, getting some articles, getting some research, we found some interesting things about. Uh, fubbing and this thing called PMSU. So fubbing is the um, the thing where you ignore people who you're with in real life to focus on what's on your phone. And it kind of shows that people are more interested in what's going on on social media and virtually um, rather than in real life. And again, this is kind of stemmed to this element of FOMO. You might be out with some mates and I don't like, I don't do this and I don't like doing this because I like to be with my friends when I'm moment. with my friends. Yeah. But some people do just kind of go on their phones or if we're chilling, like, why do you need to do that? Like, you, you know what? It's, it's, it's funny because I would say I'm half of that person, half of not. Like, I can't multitask, for example. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so some sometimes I will, but I say to you, I'll be like, I need to reply to this message. Like, I can't focus on what you're telling me. I think there's a difference That's between different. I'm doing an actual activity and I'm writing an email. I say it to my mum, like, sorry, mum, I'm just composing an email. Like, 
give me two seconds compared to scrolling on my phone while what you're trying to engage in conversation with me. I think that's rude. I, yeah, exactly. Like, I guess the alternative, do you get annoyed when someone turns their phone over in public when they're with you? See, I don't because I do this. When I'm out with this. friends, like whether we're in a restaurant or this or that, I turn my phone the other way and people are going, oh, you're hiding something from me, Ronaldo. No, I'm actually trying to engage in the present moment in the now. The notification screen will... will um, D- deter my deter my attention completely yeah. and I personally find it more rude if my phone's there not that it's, you know, it pops off sometimes and all the time but popular. if my if my phone is like constantly glowing up or if I get a notification from Instagram or Facebook as most of us do these random notifications it is distracting and I don't want to have it there pop it it's a distraction so I think it's more polite to personally turn your phone over hmm. or put it away I like to have it on me in case but you know I think it's a lot more polite and helps you live in the moment a lot more. I think it's funny because I feel like people that, you know, have their phone up and engage in their phone, like, while they're in social situations definitely have this element going back to, like, PMSU. PM, yeah, PMSU, which is problematic social media use, which is, like, the overusage of social media can basically help, not even, yeah, help and aid somebody to actually develop FOMO because now they feel like they need to know what other people are doing even when they're engaged in other activities in itself where... It's kind of, you then get this element of FOMO of social media. Well, what are other people doing? And I definitely feel like I am a person that can, has, I would say can, has suffered from that. You know, I like the element of example stories because I do like to see what other people are doing. I mean, I'm nosy, but... Don't you think it's a weird thing because it they the algorithms are so smart on these social media apps because... I have. I remember when Instagram started the stories and no one thought they would bang and now they're so Bro, addictive. everyone used to be on Snap stories. Oh, no one. Who Snap, uses Snap? Snapchat like, is dead Yeah, like now. Snap is more of a person, you have a smaller community, whereas Instagram, I guess you have larger a larger following or whatever. Mm. And it's just, I think it is a bit of a kind of a showy platform. But it's actually mad because I have to say, sometimes I'll just wake up, go on my phone, automatically click Instagram, automatically starts looking oh, yeah. at stories. And I think, and then I'm halfway through doing it and I'm like, why am I doing this? Why Why do I care? Like, it's different when it's, I guess, your, if your Instagram is just your close friends or whatever, but sometimes you're flicking through and we're all guilty. If you say, if you say you don't do this, a regular user of these kind of platforms, you all do this. A hundred percent, yeah. Especially really, in these times of lockdown. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's really damaging, I think. I mean, now I guess the most you see is people's home-cooked meals or yeah. some banana bread baking off or the cheeky people that are going oh, and linking there. Not, hold on, let's not bring back banana bread, please. I beg you. <laughs> you know, someone's showing off their baking skills. That that kind of, in a way, makes me more comforting because everyone's at home doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 I get So you. it's kind of had the reverse effect. It's more comforting that we're all in this kind of struggle together. Mm. But in normal life situations, pre-COVID, um, it can be, if it's a, fr- I always suffer on a weekend. I don't know why it gets me. On a Friday or Saturday night, if I haven't got plans, I just get, I get aggy. Yeah, it's, it's a Friday aggy. or Saturday. It's just because, like, why am I not doing yeah, anything? Like, during the week, it's calm. Like, I can chill, do whatever. But in normal life, again, if I don't have plans on a weekend, I feel like I'm wasting my time. But see, do you know what's funny? So I remember having this conversation with my mum and a few other people and someone turned to me and were like, do you not think that's a problem in itself? And I, I I, was in this kind of like state of limbo, like with my thoughts. I was like, that is a problem. Why Like, why do we feel the need to have to have a motive on the weekends of it? Like that is, that is strange, you know what I mean? Like, I think like, I know, like I've tried to tackle it within myself to not get so wound up if I don't have plans, but I know mm. a lot of people that also are the same. A lot of my friends are the same. Maybe it's because, you know, end of the week, we're, we're still young. We kind of want to have plans, enjoy ourselves, have fun. 
And I think it's just the fact that, again, this FOMO, we feel like most people are out on a, typically on a Friday or Saturday having fun. And if you're not, you feel like you're kind of wasting your youth and wasting yeah, that true. kind of potential fun that you could be having. Yeah, I think it's, for me, it's definitely, I don't, my plans don't even need to be sociable. I just want to be doing something Friday, Saturday, even Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it was it was a point someone said to me, my mom said to me, why do you feel the need to have to go out every single Friday and Saturday? Like, why? And I was like, my argument is I'm not doing anything else. My mom's like, you know, just sit down, watch a film. Honestly, when my parents tell me, relax, Sophia, relax. After this pandemic, you will not see me at home on a weekend. <laughs> like, I have done enough relaxing and chilling at home for the for the next 10 years. It's like, I true. am done when with this, chilling. When this panorama is over, I'm saying yes to everything. Honestly, and I feel like, to be honest, a lot of people feel that way. Um, but, yeah, I just think the whole situation has really changed a lot of people's outlook. Um, but it has, I guess it has taught me, the, the pandemic has taught me to to be able to chill and kind of live in the moment more. But mate, as soon as we can, I'm but out of here. Like... It's, I think for me, that's taken a while because yeah. I was even saying to you before recording this, it's only now I'm coming to terms with, okay, Renato. And this is someone that it's even- taken three lockdowns. Yeah, <laughs> someone said even in the responses and I've realized that enjoy your own solitude. I like my own space mm. when I want it, but sometimes it's important to learn to enjoy your own space even when you're not asking for it. Do you know what? I really envy people that are really comfortable just being on their own because I think both of us are kind of similar in that way. Yeah. We both quite like being around people all the time, but mm. I have so many friends and a lot of our listeners and a lot of people are happy to kind of have that balance. And I've learned, I think this is something a positive that the pandemic has taught me is that you can be happy on your own and you can find things to fill your time with, like hobbies, start a series, do something productive. Yeah. Um, you know, I start a skincare routine. I've started to take care of my skincare and pamper wow. myself. Do you know, you know, you have to do something to occupy your time. You might as well do some self improvement. It's funny because like on two ends of the spectrum, it's like we've, we've got people that would envy to be like us. Oh, you know, oh, I wish I had plans or wish I was that sociable. And then obviously, uh, me personally, I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum where, again, I wish I could enjoy my own company for a lot more of a time than I currently can tolerate. Like, mm. I, again, I will like my own space, you know, when I'm tired or when I've had a long day and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't enjoy my own company. And I, it even comes down to mental things, you know. I'm a big overthinker. Mm. I think this is a lot of reason why people do have FOMO is when it comes down to mental pressures. I overthink a lot. And I, when I'm alone with my own thoughts, I don't like it. Yeah. Maybe maybe because of some trauma. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but regardless, do <laughs> you know what? Off topic, that's what's something I want to speak about, actually. People like myself with mental health issues, we deal with it by just joking. I know. It's, it's such I know. a... It's, it's, it's a I, I was saying to my friends the other day, it was like, oh, I've got all my apps in dark mode to represent my depression. And my friends were like... And I was like, no, it's a joke. Like, it's not a joke, but it's a joke. <laughs> like, but, yeah, guys, it's all good. No, I promise. But no, it's a good coping mechanism, which actually I'll get into later on to mm. do with FOMO. But oh, that was off topic. We're going back to it. It's like enjoying your own solitude, I think, is so key because you'll never know. This panorama has taught me that, like, you don't know what's coming. You don't Honestly. know when you're going to have to survive on your own, live on your own, not be supported by other people. And I think that that uh, FOMO comes from not. I personally, I think FOMO comes from more a uh, social aspect, and that's why I'm kind of like for sure reiterating the whole wow, like you lot that can spend keep yourself to yourselves and like maybe just have your dog or your cat. I rate you. <laughs> I know I'm actually I, begging I for a dog mom. right now, but <laughs> okay, now. Um, but what is interesting though is that 
it is again all stemming back to social media um a lot of you have in your responses repeatedly said just turn your phone off uh you know turn your phone off put it on airplane mode stay away from your phone and it is mad because according to different studies um psych- psychologists as well have even suggested that you know fomo is what makes social media platforms so successful as well. Oh, 100%, yeah. And because you're constantly addicted to this wanting to know what everyone's doing and wanting to do the same or wanting to be as active as everyone else. So if you eliminate that problem, which don't get me wrong, it's easier said than done because you often use your phone when you're alone because you're bored mm. and then you're going on social media when you're bored and then it just makes you worse and you go into this kind of spiral. So sometimes it's better to just switch it off, maybe put on a film, watch something read a book I don't know tidy your room whatever whatever floats your boat um but yeah I think the key thing here to ham ham in is that it is pretty much stemmed to social media do you know what it's someone kind of said that to us saying you know I turn my phone off I put time limits on my applications Mm. to like stop me thinking that I'm missing out and it made me realize that I, I, I responded to them and I said, that's like, I think that's great advice, but I can't take that advice because I've actually realised I am addicted to social media. Like, yeah. and I think as much as I want to say I'm not, I know I am. And it's a case of, you know what, just turn your phone off or delete the app or this and that. I don't have that willpower to willpower, not do it. It's the willpower, isn't it? Yeah, I've which, never Which done is that. mad. Like, I, I, I can do it when I know, like, for example, I'm trying to reduce my screen time at the moment. Yeah. That's different. It's strange because I know I'm trying to do that for a mental benefit. So it'd be the case of why not do it when you think you're missing out on something. But I can't. Mm. Because at the end of the day, FOMO is kind of linked to mental health. As exaggerated as it seems, Mm. it does affect you in such a serious way. And that's what a lot of our, um, a lot of you guys' responses have kind of demonstrated to us, really. Yeah, it's kind of, we, we, what did we ask you guys? We said... Do you feel like FOMO is heightened by social media? And only 10% of you said no, or 90% of you said yes. And I think, going back to our original point in the first five minutes, our parents don't have FOMO because social media and internet wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. You wouldn't know if people are linking up behind your back or people were doing things and you couldn't make it, you wouldn't see what they were doing. Obviously, they'd have the element of, you know, stories might have been told and they can't join in the private jokes. Yeah. But... It's, it's a completely different ballpark. Yeah, it's, it's so much more emphasised because you can visit. If I go out, and the thing is, I go out, I will snap it if I'm at a, like a rave or an event or anywhere. I will snap it and I'll put it on my story. Because it's the, it's the case of, again, going back to our Instagram episode, people are showcasing the best part of their lives. And so people people will look at it that couldn't go to the moment and be like, wow, like, I wish I was there. Do yeah, you know and I mean? they're obviously going to snap the best bits. To be honest, though, don't you think... When someone is snapping the whole event, you think, oh, are you really, yeah, not do you do that? It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I just think like, yeah, obviously you're not, when I'm having the best time oh, is yeah, when I've phone. got no photos of the night. Yeah, trust. I've got no videos. I might have one and keep up my camera roll, but I don't want to be up there filming it and then trying to upload it to my story. Oh, like not tag. at the like, same time. Like, no, yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I want to keep it for the memory. Yeah. But like, if you're snapping the whole night, are you have how no, much you're of fun are you having? You're not having fun at all. Because you you know what? People always argue this case of, which is a bit unrelated. Like if you're snapping the night, you're not enjoying it. I snap on my actual camera on nights out because I want to keep it as memories. Yeah. yeah. But things like that make me feel good. And also things like... Um, when you have FOMO because you want to go to Motive and then people come back to you and they're like, oh, the Motive was dead. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I think, Ronaldo, I get gassed. that is probably one of my top 
top 10 feelings. No, that's, maybe top three. That's that's top three most toxic traits though. I'm not, <laughs> not gonna lie. Because how can we be gassed that our friends are at a dead time? <laughs> like, no, obviously I don't want... But do you know what? No, it does I, slyly make you no, feel... It's not even slyly. <laughs> if all my friends have gone out and I, you know, I've got an exam the next day, that's, that's a lot of time where I'd miss out. Like, yeah. I've got an exam, I can't go. They come back, oh, it was dead still. Like, I'm gassed. You know Big up to the friends that always play the motive dad. You know, if you've missed the motive. Yeah. You've got I friends. try and do that, you I know. do that. If someone's missed out, I'm like, oh, it, it was all right. Like, even if it banned. Yeah, yeah, like, no. It was all right. We missed you, though. Like, a lot of my friends, like, like, I had that uh, kind of recently, some friends met up or whatever, and they were like, yeah, it was fun, but, you know, we wanted you to be there. And I'm like, I know you had a sick time, yeah. but you know what? I appreciate you not showing off about it, and yeah, I love you for I it. Do you know what, though? Sometimes that stuff is a bit patronizing because I know. I been know. Told, oh yeah, like it, it, it was alright, but we wish you were there, you know. But I've had to say to my boys, like, oh look, um, when we talk, when someone asks how was it, like we have to play it down, like because because yeah. the night bags, yeah, but we can't yeah, let them know because it's again linking to FOMO, like that does make that person feel it does shitty make, if you, they've missed out, especially I, if they've wanted to go. And I, I was gonna say on a serious note, like especially if that person can't go because of like financial difficulties. Oh yeah, that's la- a whole different. The last thing you want to do is rub it in their face. Which yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, pe- yeah. people don't think that, and even I've done that in cases it's so where easy I've been to like, forget. oh yeah, like this night out or this holiday bangs. And I mean, I've even been on the other foot where people have told me this holiday banged, and it's like I couldn't go. And I don't, I don't get, I don't get angry at people for doing it because they don't think. But it's like things like financial stability is like you've got to really think like that person couldn't go because of circumstances outside of their control, which yeah. is quite sad. Like I think that goes for most things that you post on social media, doesn't it? Like mm. even. Even like posting, for example, Mother's Day, Father's Day. This is this is getting very deep, but you know, yeah, no. it's a posting safe people that have lost family members or whatever, and it's the day of celebrating them, mm. Mother's Day, for example. And then they can't; they're kind of missing out on that experience. That's a whole different ball game. But you know, I never thought about it like it's, that. Actually, it's, it's everything you post, I guess, has an impact on someone else. That's not saying that you shouldn't, you shouldn't post, post that, it. or that you shouldn't be able to express. You know, if you're having a good time, but it's just something to sometimes be aware of or specifically if you've got friends that are in that situation mm. don't over highlight certain things you know that's a very very good point to be fair especially on things like mothers and fathers day when the timeline is already oversaturated sometimes i mean i don't post my mum and dad like on i just don't I, they don't have yeah, social media yeah, they don't see yeah, it maybe yeah. or a birthday or whatever regardless of point it's a good thing to think about, especially when you know, oh, it's Mother's Day, the timeline's saturated, but I know, I know X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah really so do I. Have, and it's like, let me not post. Let me, why, especially as, as I'm close to them or know them quite well, let me not add fuel to that fire or make me feel worse. If you don't even have them on, on social media, then you're kind of jumping on the hype. Don't get me wrong, I've done it in the past, mm. but now that I'm older and I've kind of, my parents don't have any kind of social media, so yeah, it'll neither. literally be just. To my to my friends, yeah, <laughs> we all like, know we all mom. know it's Mother's Day as well. <laughs> yeah, like obviously it's nice, and you kind of sometimes feel on the other side. Like if I don't post, does that mean I don't love my mum? Da da da. But you know, I hate Mother's Day regardless. You know, <laughs> really, I guess you should I, celebrate your mum every day. That, the, that's my point, though. Yeah. Like, why have I got this one particular day to be like Happy Birthday, Queen? Mate, like... it's ca- it, yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, it's capitalism. It's a day to that buy finest, flowers, bro. to buy cards. I guess it can be really nice to to celebrate that that individual but yeah at the end of the day it's all capitalism it is mad before we go on to um, listeners views and expressing mm-hmm. our opinions on that do you know what I was thinking the worst thing about when you have FOMO as well is when you decide to go to the motive and the motive is fucking dead and you look back and you're like 
I could have actually stayed home. I've I, actually I had could a have few stayed. Of those. I've had, and the thing is, I've had some of them where the worst ones, and they're usually the nights I spend the most money because I'm like, let me just I get lit. Let me get I drunk, know. drunk, drunk. Spending money on drinks, not getting drunk. I'm going home. I'm like, <laughs> that was a fucking waste, a of, waste time. of time. And the worst is when you're convincing people <laughs> to come. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah, but I'll go if you go. Honestly, hey, come, come, it's going to burn. So on a night out, I'm always. <laughs> I'm, I'm always that, that person that's like, guys, we're all going out tonight, especially at uni, especially mm. during the last few months pre-corona when I was like, actually, even just like throughout my time at uni, I'd always be like, guys, we're going out this weekend. Yeah. Some of my mates really could not be fucked. And I'm like, no, we're doing it. And if there's been a night where it's been a bit dead, I'm like, oh. It's because the blame Sorry, comes guys. back on you yeah, and everyone looks like you're like, Sophia, I swear you said it was going to bang. Like. <laughs> like, don't get wrong, nine times out of 10, my intuition is correct and it does bang. But those odd, that 99... <laughs> The, the 1% chance 1% that it doesn't chance. bang, I hate feeling responsible. Oh, honestly, it's, it's actually the worst feeling, especially because it, I've been in situations where I've been like, all right, I'll go if you go. And then I'll <laughs> yeah. look back at my friend and be like, why did we waste our time? But I guess, you know, you have to just look at it as a funny It's experience. funny memories, it's funny. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, most of the time, I don't regret do, going to the motive or doing that certain thing, unless it's had like a detrimental impact on me the next day. For example... I don't know if I've actually done... Say I have a deadline. Mm. Actually, I have, I have done this. I've I've still gone out. Mm. I've had the deadline and I've been stressed as fuck. <laughs> like the days People coming. like you, you yeah. are oh, a different breed. Honestly, know. I still do it because I do it to myself and then I hate myself for it. But, you know, <laughs> is it worth it? Sometimes. So That's what I'm I was actually it. having this discussion with one of my friends when we put the poll out and it was like, she was saying to me, you know, I have no regrets. Like we said yes to everything. And I, we both looked back now and be like, we're glad we didn't say no to this event and that event on this mm, night especially out or whatever, now whatever. Corona, exactly like, yeah. but i guess it's quite you have to look at the flip side like which i said to her was like imagine if for example it affected our degree and we got we got a yeah. bad grade and we i'd be like why the fuck was did it I, worth it that one it, night it, it out wasn't my worth, dissertation yeah deadline, like yeah. not at all but yeah it's it's very hit and miss that's why I, I do think it's important to choose yeah your motives correctly which i'm i'm learning that to be fair definitely it, i mean thing is right because of Corona, am I going to be choosing? I mean, maybe if I've got work, etc., and something important, I still try. Will be, will try and be in moderation. But not gonna lie, I feel like this has made me want to do everything even more. Yeah. I don't think it's helped the. I think if anything, the foam is going to go through the roof it after. Definitely go through the roof. But there's hope, guys, because we do have some solutions to this. <laughs> we do. At the end of it. We will get into that. But kind of moving forward, so we obviously put up a few polls and asked for your opinions, experiences on kind of FOMO in general, which. We were overwhelmed by the responses yeah. we got, to be fair. It was our it was our most interacted kind of polls and questions. Um and we kind of we gauged a broad overlight overlight, I don't think that's the correct term. Overview. Overview. There you go. That a lot of you have had FOMO and even taught me and I think Sophia had FOMO affected you in very different ways. Mm. Um going forward, we obviously asked you, which I thought was quite interesting, do you feel as though your FOMO is worse when missing out on friends or family events? 300 of you, over 300 of you actually, said friends, while only 24 said family. I, I would agree with that. because I would agree with that as to well. To be honest, my personal experience, I don't really have a lot of family in this country. Mm, um, so I don't really have that many family events to miss out on. Uh, if I had a bigger family, maybe it'd be different. So I get maybe for the people that said family, it depends on their family situations. If they've got loads of cousins and like loads of family parties, but that isn't really a thing for me. So my social life is very, very heavily much on my friends. That's that's the same as me as well. I kind of I don't I have my immediate family. I mean, I only live with my mum. I've always only lived with my mum. So I think 
I don't miss out on anything with her. She's yeah, she's everywhere twenty four seven. My brother and sister, my dad, I see here, there, and there. But again, we don't have big family events. Yeah. I don't have anything family wise to miss out on. But if my boys or my mixed group of friends are linking up, yeah. it's like yeah. I gotta be there. Yeah. Um. But moving forward, what was the next one? So, has FOMO ever affected your mental health? So, obviously, we've spoken about this earlier in this episode, and an overwhelming majority said. 75% said yes yeah, sometimes and 25% said no. Now, I wasn't really surprised by this, to be honest. No, this doesn't surprise me too. Um, I actually think, I'm actually surprised more that 25% said no. Yeah, I, I guess, thought the number was going to be lower. Kudos to you though, if uh, if you can deal with this whole phone. Again, I think this depends on the individual, as we were saying before. And we've got some responses of, from people that said they don't suffer from FOMO. And mm. fair play to you, because... I'm, I'm, teach me, please. FOMO has definitely always affected me and my mental health. Yeah, 100%. definitely. In more ways than one as well. Like, not just the element of missing out. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it just affects my whole mood. I actually just mm. get, and I feel so sorry. If I'm at home, like, with my parents, for example, <laughs> they get the wrath. They get, they get moody, Sophia. But I guess, yeah, it does affect I, I think it's also it depends on why you have FOMO like it could be a case of maybe you couldn't go because of finances or that you just weren't invited oh, that that can be sometimes and, peak and yeah. that's like that has a whole different mental health effect on you see when it comes to kind of group events and if you're not invited you sometimes think you automatically think first of all why mm. and second of all you do kind of feel a bit left out I mean sometimes it's not out of sometimes it's happened to with me like organizing uh, things with other friends or I haven't been invited to a certain thing but it might just be plans were made you know spontaneously and then they didn't think to ask you or you know you live in different places I offer a lot of my university mates um live up north and like mm. obviously I can't go so I wouldn't be able to be inv- like I can't go and zip up to like Liverpool and fucking Leeds and Newcastle yeah, especially yeah. now mm. um, and sometimes I get that FOMO more because you know I physically can't get you there can't get and there, I miss yeah. like having that time with them um, but yeah if it's something local and you see and you're kind of especially if you're not doing anything that's when that's it's the worse, worst yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have a story to tell which I'll wait till later on actually but one last question we asked you guys before we got your responses was do you think FOMO affects just friend motives or all aspects of life and this one actually surprised me 16% of you said just motives, like so friends, social events, while 84% of you said it affects all aspects mm. of life. For me, it wasn't until I saw the numbers rising on like the all aspects of life side that I kind of think about it. Before, I, I thought it's just social events. And then I thought, same kind of what I said earlier, like you can miss out on anything. You can have the fear of missing out on anything in life. Do you know what? Opportunities, jobs, experiences that's what i was gonna just say social events. i think everything is an experience yeah. and that's what you're missing out on it's the experience and opportunity to do something new or like to see to do something else i don't know i think it's it's the missing out on that new experience that you would have had if you'd gone yeah it's 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 mad to be fair it's it still amazes me how it affects so many people but in different I, ways i guess a lot of the time though it's the grass is always greener like we mentioned sometimes you might think on social media oh, that event looks sick or, or this, that, that holiday looked really good or this couple is having the best time because you can get FOMO of relationships as well. And then you hear the cracks <laughs> start, you, you know, you hear like, oh, they were actually arguing the whole time. Oh, yeah, they had beef. They like, actually split up on like, the way there. Or shit like that, you know? So I think, I think it's also important to, to remember, like, especially if you're getting the FOMO from social media, not to, 
not to focus too heavily on that but again we've got more tips about how to cope in a second yeah um so obviously we've we've kind of discussed you know why we have fomo but then we asked you guys if you do suffer from fomo even if once can you pinpoint the reason why and we had an abundance of responses so i say we pick out a few mm, kind of okay. branch for those so one of the first ones we got was which i think is quite common everyone talking about how good that time was for weeks after Mate. It's rude. <laughs> it's fucking rude. But do you know what? I'm so guilty of this. And it actually, when I to read, fair, when I read, I when I read too. the reasons why people have FOMO, it actually made me feel bad. <laughs> oh, like this, I no, feel like I this, know. I feel like this part of the podcast is about to get really know, deep. Because it's like, you, I think because. People don't do it maliciously either. But it's not malicious. I think because I've been on the other side of the spectrum at one point in my life. Yeah. And it's like. I've been on the side of the spectrum, especially when people have been trying to make the jokes and points around me where, like, when, when, I, when they think I'm not there. And yeah, then I'm like, yeah. oh, you're talking about this time that I wasn't invited. And I'm actually, you're not even, you're doing it in front of my face, but also behind my back. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Like, but I guess sometimes if they're trying not, too hard to hide it, it's a bit like, all right, guys, it's not that deep. I feel like kind of. you can't help it, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is a general hurdle that I think if you have FOMO, you kind of have to suck it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, the people are going to talk about, oh, do you remember that time when this happened well, here? Do you remember and... the ski trip or this yeah. or that? Well, like, the yeah. ski trip one. When us boys didn't go on the ski trip and all the girls weren't, and it was, blah, blah, ski trip, ski trip, ski trip, <laughs> ski trip. And because we were, well, two of us were like, let's go in Easter. Obviously, that fell through because we're bare disorganised, but... And Corona. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the pan, the global pandemic that yeah. hit just at the same time. Yeah, yeah. true, true, true. Uh, go on, you pick one. Um, oh, this one. The feeling of getting left behind when organised fun was occurring. And yeah, this particular person, shout out Daniel Bowl, he's stuck in uh, Scotland at the moment because he's doing some work at Aberdeen, I believe. Um, mm. But yeah, if you're, if you're living somewhere else for work or at home, for example, kind of what I was saying, if people are making fun living somewhere else, all your mates are somewhere, mm. you're going to feel a bit left out when things are kind of progressing and moving on. Yeah. One other one was, I've got an element of social anxiety and, and uh, social anxiety and paranoia. I fear of being talked about or that people are happy I couldn't go, etc. This used to be a big one for me really? when I was when I was like mm. six, fifteen. Um, there was definitely a stage where uh, my friendship group got a bit larger, and um, this is getting a bit deep now. <laughs> my friendship group got a bit larger, and the boys started to get a bit closer because, for example, they were all in one of the classes I wasn't. Yeah. And then they got a closer bond. We were still a big group, but then the, one of them that kind of came into the group started doing motives like with all of them and I wasn't invited. Mm. They would hide it from me. They would lie to my face. And that used to really, really get me down and used to get me upset and have yeah. my mental health all over the place, like in, especially in year 10. Especially it, it that age me, is such a vulnerable it age. It made me moody and I'd see pictures online. It wasn't hid very well and it all be like, they'd blame it on the person like, oh, he organised it. It's like, it's not us. And I used to be like, well, why hasn't any of you been like, invite Ronaldo? And, and it made me develop this paranoia of like, they're obviously happy I'm not there. Like, yeah. why else have I not been invited and stuff? I've never had an issue with friends. So I think as well, in that period, it was such like a a feeling I wasn't used to. Like, yeah, why, yeah. why, like, why do you not want me there? Why am I not being invited? Why are not my friends sticking up for me? They're obviously talking and bitching about me. Yeah, like, fuck you lot. The thing is, when some of, in some of these cases, most of the time people aren't doing things on purpose, which is what I've also well, oh, I try that, I like that to time think, was on. I found out that time maybe, was on purpose. Oh god, maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was they're, they're my boys now. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, but sometimes like stuff like this from our from this uh 
particular response. Like you can have this social anxiety, but a lot of it gets in your, you can get in your head so easily about these situations. And it's really hard to get out of it because I do exactly the same. It was so hard to get out yeah. of it, especially when I was, I was 15, it was year yeah, 10. Yeah, at that age. And it used to affect my mood in school. Because these were my only people I hung out with. Like it used to really affect me. And mm. like, I'd then be moody and then that would add fuel to the fire of why they didn't want me there. And then... Things got better, obviously. I spoke to the person, this and that, this and that, and things got resolved. But it, it does make you think, they don't want me there. Mm. Like I think in that case, if it is your like close group of friends or even just like your friends, um, communication is key in that situation. Like you yeah. said, speaking to people. Because if you are feeling a bit isolated from your friends or if, if things are getting organised without you and you do really care about those friendships, then definitely reach out to, reach out to those people because nine times out of ten they're going to want to resolve that. And if not, they're not your mates, you know? Yeah, I was going to say that. if they, Because obviously ours got resolved and it worked out for the best in the end and stuff like that. And I think communication is such a key thing in these kind of aspects. You're not... If you don't voice your anger or ups, upsetness, I guess, or disappointment, yeah. so disappointedness... Just your emotions, Your really. emotions, How you're, yeah, you're yeah. Honest, honest communication in those situations you're never gonna, always over, You're going to overthink it. And I think, you know what? That has definitely had like a long-term effect on me because after that... I was being so needy in the sense of I would always talk to my mates, make sure, like I would do that to make sure I was still in the loop, you know, and I don't know if, whether that came across annoying or not. Keep in the loop, always messaging them. And then I would always fear like, oh, like they're not responding to me. They they, they don't like me, this. And, and it really, really, really plays in your head. And it used to, there was points in time that used to make me cry because I was like, my friends don't like me. Yeah, yeah. And it was a case of, you know, they had a group chat without me at one point. And oh, this that and is that. the worst when and you find out about a secret group you, you, chat. Yeah, and it was the case of it, it. It all got tits up and stuff, and then they were like, "Right, let's add Ronaldo in this and that." And I think now that's why I'm always. I one piece of advice I always give to people is like, put yourself in someone else's shoes because it's really, really not a nice feeling. And it, even thinking about it now, it, it upsets me a little bit because I'm. I just remember how sad I was yeah, about it. Yeah, of course. And it's it definitely had a mental effect on me in the sense of obviously again being needy, but then trying to keep myself in the loop and overworking myself and this yeah. and that and, and you that. shouldn't have to be kind of almost begging for someone's friendship do no, you know what I mean of course like, not like took me a lot yeah <laughs> taught me a exactly lot. um a few other responses which I can kind of also relate to life is short and I don't want to miss any moment of fun even though I know it's irrational big up this is from my best mate Demi and we are on exactly the same wavelength we always <laughs> at uni we were always the ones organizing the motives and I kind of agree like that is probably what you feel this pressure to always be doing stuff mm. because life is short and you want to make the most of it and we're young um and yeah it's important to acknowledge that that can be irrational sometimes and it is important to slow down yeah and um, because otherwise you can really burn yourself out as well of course yeah 100%. um there was so oh, this is a good one actually which happens to a lot of people I'm taking a gap year and I have a bit of FOMO from my peers who are going to law school now I had this when I took my gap year from A-levels yeah. and everybody went to uni. That one was a tough fucking mm. cookie because it was like, first of all, you feel disappointed in yourself. I mean, I chose to have my gap year. I made a conscious decision like, you know what, I'm taking this year out. But obviously some people don't choose to have a gap year and you feel like, first of all, like, wow, am I, am I not smart enough to go to uni, this and that, and then freshest week. Fuck me oh God, seeing yeah. all your mates. And you have this fear, my friends are going to get new friends, forget about me. They were having all this fun like and you're sitting at home trying to find a job or retaking your a-levels or twiddling your thumbs like if you work because my gap year i stayed at home i just worked yeah um that was that was tough man like seeing people just 
have the best time. But the thing is, you you can't blame people for posting their freshers. No, yeah. You see how, but as soon as I got to uni, yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing the exact same fucking SU neon party, the deadest motor. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But it's, I think when you like have to pause life or life doesn't flow in the kind of path everyone else's, it's kind of like raw. I guess that's it. Also, a lot <laughs> of people can relate that didn't go to uni as well. I guess. Yeah. So, so a lot of my, some, a lot yeah, of my mates, mates two, two of my best mates didn't go to uni, um, and they, I think, definitely at first, I've, I've never actually really spoken to them about it, about how they felt. But I know they there was this case of you know, I'm missing out, and they would love to come up to visit me at uni and kind of yeah, get that and they experience. Get a flavor and of I it. think they integrated with my mates at uni really well, and we got brought the flavors, kind of elements of uni back home. Yeah. So it definitely works. I think. It's not the be all end all in these situations. And I think, do you know what? People pick the correct path for them. And like one of your mates is, well, they're both kind of smashing it now. Like you yeah, have to pick. Yeah, they're in you, their, they're you, in their yeah. industries. Yeah. yeah. So like you have to do what's right for you and not just follow people just for the social, even though that's really rich coming from both of us. But, you know, you have to follow the path that you that's right for you, even if it means missing out on certain things that your peers are doing. Yeah, 100%. Um, another one, again, missing out on memories. Uh, people are making together and that's something I think for me is probably one of the biggest one like I do get kind of like a bit upset slash jealous slash you know a bit insecure about my friends all making memories together because you always want to be involved and even though I feel now I'm at the age where I'm kind of mature and like secure in my friendships um, especially my long distance friendships like my mates from uni um fucking northerners you all had to live away didn't you um (laughs) love you all very much though uh but like they obviously can link up a lot more but you still kind of feel a little bit like oh i wish i could be there with them you know you do you like 100 i think it's for me it's a case of like a holiday especially it's like a few of my mates will go on holiday without me in case i couldn't afford it or whatever the circumstance is like you know a big one for me was the new york trip at ashmel Oh yeah, you didn't. Get Everybody, to, to be oh, fair, yeah. I didn't get a place. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and then, and then I got, annoying, I got but... a place like three weeks later, and I really had. To Spain, I was going right? to Spain yeah. at that point, um, and I was, I was so upset that I couldn't go because it was like. Don't worry, it wasn't that. It wasn't <laughs> that good. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, of course. But everybody still talks about you know. No, New York was sick, and I sit there like, hmm, yeah. I'm like, tell me more. Yeah, but yeah, I'm so you, glad you had a good time. Not <laughs> obviously like... the thing is so funny because when you look at these things retrospectively, they don't mean anything. It's like yeah, you know when New York, yeah, yeah, but yeah. in that time, moment, period. Do you know what it is? It is just at that moment. It feels like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. I get this with so many things, even now, little things, little things, and then like a week later, after the event has gone, mm. normally uh, maybe a bit after. I say about a month. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe like a month or whatever. After it's passed, you're kind of fine. Mm. Um, you just yeah, you kind of get that pang of like slight jealousy slash you know sadness, but then it kind of you rush out and you build new memories, which is mm. what a lot of people have said about how to deal with it. You know, there'll always be a next time. A hundred percent. So one that also actually quite interested me was somebody said not being invited by friends to motives age sixteen and them talking about it and asking why I didn't go. This situation then worsened and I got invited out less because I didn't do certain things such as drugs and drink as often back then, so I kind of fell out of the loop. I think this one is a lot more common than people think because I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that do narcotics or don't drink or this and that, and it, it definitely splits friendship groups. I mean, it's down to even the interest in music and stuff like that. Yeah. But if, if you don't, sorry, if you don't like... Just say, I don't know, all your friends get into... Just say you're the only one that doesn't go into uni and all your friends get into drugs at uni and they all come back and then they all have these interests you don't have anymore. You you are going to feel a bit out of touch, which is sad because it's like you shouldn't 
people then get pressured to do things they don't want to do do you know what I mean yeah and I don't think it's fair to not invite someone because of that but then I guess you don't want to invite someone to an event they're not going to like like that, that's even drugs aside like I've maybe certain friends that I know wouldn't like certain nights out that I'd prefer to go to mm. so I'd, I'd offer but I'd be like I'm going to be very it's, it's the whole thing about not wanting to invite someone and then it, them having a shit time you never want to have someone having a shit time but as long as you give someone a heads up that's the way I think you deal with that. But I, yeah, it's I never was, nice. I was just going to say that I think I always, I say invite the person because I always say, I'm not going to lie, they're probably not going to come. Or at least get the invite. It's not because we don't want you there. It's because we know you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. So it's okay to put that message forward and being like, we're going to this, I don't know, we're going to this house night. I know you don't like house music, but obviously we're all going. So come if you yeah, want. Yeah, feel free to come. But, but do you know what then pisses me off? And you, when those people do come and then they come back and say that was fucking shit no one told you to come <laughs> well you well, did invite well, you did get the no, invite no but as in like you were, we didn't force it we did you knew what you were kind of getting yeah, yourself into like, yeah like there's fair enough being like oh I didn't enjoy that and obviously that's good to be like okay well at least we know you don't enjoy that so then you can put that barrier of okay well we're gonna go on these house nights and not invite you and they're gonna be like yeah that's cool I don't want to come anyways but yeah. don't come back from it slagging it off that was fucking shit bro we weren't gonna invite you in the first place yeah so. yeah I have friends that <laughs> I know mean. that I just don't like I'll, I'll tell them what I'm doing but I know it's not their thing so mm. I'll let them know and then they're pretty honest and open about it and they're just like nah you have fun but I'm, I'm gonna miss out on this one and yeah. do you know what those are the friendships that I love the most yeah. you can just be real 100%, with people yeah. and you know you can have different interests and different like yeah, tastes on type of music, nights out, kind of things that you want to do, even holidays, for example. Oh, yeah, even holidays. Um, someone might want to have a chill one in Mykonos and someone might want to fucking go raving in Ibiza. Exactly. Like... So, yeah, I think it's it kind of stems to having convers honest conversations with mm. your mates as well. Um, another one, I get it because I worry about people growing closer without me and kind of leaving me behind. Yeah, this kind of links to the one we Mood, mentioned. You know? The one we mentioned previously. I guess everyone kind of has that fear a bit and it's about, again, I keep ref uh, referring to this thing about having honest conversations with, with your friends. Like if I've ever felt left out um, or if my friends sometimes have picked up on that, I've had some of my best friends, if they know that I'm kind of not there because I physically can't be, they'll they'll say to me like, I don't want you to feel like that. Obviously that's not the circumstance, blah, blah, blah. And we talk it out and it's completely fine, but it is, it's a natural feeling to feel kind of like you're missing out on people getting closer when you're not there. Mm. Like two of my best mates, shout out to Molly and Debbie, they're moving in together um, into a flat in Liverpool this week, soon, very soon. And obviously I'm a bit gutted, I'm not going to be there and I know they're going to be close, but I know that they're going to have a good time and like I'm still close with them in, in yeah. other ways, you know? So I think I always say that as you start to get older, you, you older, older, you can reaffirm your friendships and kind of like... Exactly. I used to be a person of, you know, I I text people all the time. Now I'm like, I hate, I hate when people text me every single day. Unless you're my missus, why do you or why do you feel the need to text me I every text single you every day? day? No, but we we, we work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I text no, 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 you every day. No, you love it. No, <laughs> we work together. Okay, we're, we're business partners. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're colleagues. We're colleagues. Okay, okay. <laughs> but no, as in like. I like no, a bit I of know. shit chat and I like, I like, I don't mind every day on group chats. I hope you know you, I want my group chats to pop off, but like, no, I like we're a at, phone call. We're at, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Ooh, <laughs> no, there are, there are these certain people that can FaceTime me and call me. I'm not going to lie to you. See, I, if certain people ring my line, like 
I will know if it's an emergency or not. Yeah, yeah. No, don't give me... Don't, don't, don't <laughs> no, call I'm that just, I'm just face. looking at him like, all right, Mr. Exclusive. No, I think people know. Like, if some a certain person might call your phone and you're like, I can't be fucked. And it's like, but I'm not being funny. I, I what do you, what do you, What do you need to call me about that you can't text me about? Right. For me, say my, again, I've got my long distance friendships mm. or people that I don't, my, not my local mates. Mm. Um, I'll go for a walk and have a call and a catch up. Maybe like no, that's once nice. a week. That, that, that's how I maintain my friendships because otherwise, like, again, I, we can text and catch up, but I love having a call, like keeping up to date with what you've been up to, especially mm. now. When oh, now, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, these, I'm a, I'm a big times. Zoom call advocate yeah. now. I'm, a, I'm still a quiz man. I'm not going to lie to you. I still love a Zoom quiz. See, my friends have gone off the Zoom quiz, but I just, I I just love think a, good Zoom, a nice man. standard phone call that's that's what I do too. And I, I guess phone home. calls as well, like they, it saves like two weeks of texting. You can have the phone call and then talk. You just have it all. I there. think in this and now in this big big panorama, like I would definitely back a phone call or a FaceTime. But it's it's definitely it's definitely str- strange, not strange. I think it's a natural feeling for you to worry about other people getting closer behind your back. Yeah, Going back got, to the original point. Yeah, yeah. It's natural. Moving forward, and this is someone, this is someone, not someone, something that I know a lot of people definitely. So I, get, I think girls are definitely more... Actually, no, 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 <laughs> not one. even girls. Boys, actually. I get major FOMO if I wanted to see certain people that I knew were going and I've got the moon emoji <laughs> attached to this. So Mate, that I know that's flirting purposes not gonna only. Not going to lie, I'm so guilty of this. If there's a back at uni... When uh, you know you're out on the pool, you you want a chance. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the pool, darling. You, you, you've seen someone there. You got your own. <laughs> you know they're going, and you can't go. You are gutted at that moment. You do yeah. get the phone, and you're thinking, you, God, that could. Do you know been what's a mad one? Which I think a lot of boys and even girls get. I like if you if I knew a certain person was going on like out that wants to chirps, mm. but then I knew someone else I knew found them peg was going out I'd be like brah like, like they're, oh they're, I know, I, I know. Like, are they lips in have they, have they gone back together <laughs> what's going on like you can't you're, you're intervening like no I know and you you overthink you're like you get in your fucking head about it and you're like fuck I need to be there but yeah that girl we've all been there yeah um, somebody else put which again kind of relates to the financial stability one was because I'm not financially stable as my pals so I miss out because I can't afford motors and I'm always working. This then leads to experiences and relationships with friends getting challenged when you're not taking part as often and then group and inside jokes get made when you're not there. So you feel secluded for a long time after. Sorry, mm. that was a whirlwind for me to talk to yeah, say. That was, I struck right a tongue twist. twist but I definitely, again, going back to the point of until I read these experiences, you don't really think about them. Yeah. Like until you're on the other end of the foot. Obviously, I spoke about what I felt when I was like 15 with my friends, but when now things have changed, you don't think about how I felt then or how other people feel. And it's really important to raise that, you know, experience, like this person said, experiences and relationships with friends then get challenged. Because mm. if you're not, if you can't go to things again because of financial or even mental stability, there are people that will just start to phase you out. And it's not even intentionally, it's just because, well, you're never there, so. Yeah, and that is that is a shame in those situations. What I would suggest in those situations is, if they are your mates and you know some of your mates are a bit tight or, you know, they, they this month they can't really afford to go out three times a week. Arrange something at home or something cheap to do and something, you know, that you can still spend quality time with that person because I know at uni we've all had the, the student struggle at some point and mm. if we can't all go out, we decide to all stay in and do something together. But obviously, like, it's difficult when everyone wants to go out somewhere and you physically can't. Um, so, yeah, I feel, I feel you for that one. I'm not going to lie. I feel like if... if 
you're a person that you know feels like you're then being secluded and like not exiled i feel like you need to check your friends because definitely you i feel like your friends should be able to do things without you without forgetting about you like yeah 100 percent. yeah but anyways moving on to the next question if you're someone who doesn't suffer from fomo how come um then this one interested me actually one of my best friends um sent me sent this one in and she said it's not natural to be with everyone everywhere. You link with the people who make time and effort for you. And if the, if that's not there, then they ain't worth your time. I love that. <sighs> that one made me think a lot because I feel like my FOMO, again, I've always, I'm have always i reflecting on these answers on a personal level. Yeah. My FOMO isn't related to, you know, it's the if natural being, are, you don't have to be with everyone everywhere. I think it's more the case of I want to be wherever my friends are at that mm, time mm. rather than being at every motive just because people are being there because i know people that will go out with strangers just because they want to be with everyone everywhere yeah i mean i've been guilty of that occasionally but not on a on the actually no i have to have some like i don't want to i don't want to go places if my if my friends aren't there otherwise what are you doing i think fomo relates especially it's the company you keep yeah yeah for me anyway it's not for everybody yeah i agree um, another, yeah, kind of on the same line, one of my best mates actually put this in. As long as you have the people that matter the, mo- the most, uh, it doesn't matter. And again, kind of linking to the same thing, as long as you're with your mates. But again, if the FOMO is because your mates are all doing something without you, then that doesn't really solve Yeah, it. I was going to say that's a bit... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really solve that problem. Um, um, someone said, I used to get FOMO until I realised it wasn't the be all and end all as people make it out to be on socials. This is a very mature answer. Yeah, I think it's... Because I think... And even now, to, I've been after recording this podcast, I, I was still thinking at the moment it's the be all end all. Like, I always get gassed, you know, my mates are having a great time. And I always wish my friends to have a good time and this and that. But in the moment, I'm like, it, it, I think it relates back to what somebody said. Friendships strengthening when you're not there. People making memories that you're not, you're never going to be a part of these memories, I think is the one that sticks for me. Mm. And it's like, there is actually nothing I can do to change mm. that. Like if they have the best night of their lives, I'm not a part of that. But do you know what I've had that Which situation? Which is the be all I've had to that. Me. I've had that situation where friends have been able to go on these like mad nights out, and if I haven't been able to be there, and and you know, you just kind of think. I think again, linking to some of the solutions that we've got coming up next, there will be always other times. You know, if you're secure in your friendships, there will be other times. Uh, which is, yeah, someone said, no point getting hung up on something when there's always a next time. And that's, do you know what? That's something my parents have drilled into me whenever I kind of, yeah, I'm feeling yeah. this FOMO. They're like, it's, it's, this isn't the one and only chance you're ever going to get to do this thing. Like, you, there will be other times. And do you know what? Yeah, maybe you missed out on that experience, but you, you just have a better one next time. So yeah. I think as I've got older, I've definitely learned, learned to kind of think in that way. I've had to program my, my mind to think in that way. Yeah. And one of my, Martina, Sophia found this extremely funny. I love this. <laughs> Martina said, the party don't start till I walk in. So yes, girl. Apparently Kesha feels like she doesn't get FOMO because she is the life of the party. I feel that way sometimes, you know. You know so, so she's she's someone I had to, I'm going to bear the story. She's someone I had to pull up on one time when there was a motive, there was a motive organised and me and me and my boy Siddles weren't, weren't attached to it. I mean, it was, it was a couple's thing, you know. I heard about this Martina me and, and I'm not impressed. Me and Sydney <laughs> could have went as a couple, I'm just saying. But, but no, but on a serious note though, like we spoke about it and I did raise a temper and she raised, we had a bit of a bicker. But first of all, she's one of my best friends. Like we, it was a bicker that kind of blew out the water quickly and I feel like if you feel like you've got FOMO or feel like your friends aren't inviting you somewhere, uh, that, this, this situation I'm talking about now is very blase. It wasn't that deep. But if there's a serious time, you know, you feel like your friends are constantly not invited and you have that communication with them because 
I spoke spoken to my friends and it got resolved. Things get blown out of the water, and a lot of the time, in when you look at it like in a reflective point of view, they're not that deep, mm. really and yeah, truly. Exactly. Like their reasoning behind it, they, people don't want to. Uh, as you said before, your friends don't really want to actually make to make you feel like no, shit. No, if they are real I mean? friends, they never want to do that. No. And if they do, then they're not your real mates. Cut them out. And finally, we asked, if you suffer from FOMO, even at certain times, what are any coping mechanisms or distractions you use to tackle or avoid the problem? And before we start on this, I want to say I really like some of these responses. And I think that, yeah, they're yeah, quite I need to, I need to drill some of these responses into Yeah, I think we can all take note from these. Hmm. Um, do you want to go first? Um, <laughs> I like to Photoshop my face into group pictures <laughs> to pretend I was there. Love that. You know what? I mean, that's Fair the way. Enough. Good. I need to improve my Photoshop skills first, then I can be start True. moving that moving that way. Uh, no, on a serious note, someone said, "Remember, there will be another night out, pub trip together, and a get together." Yeah, Wait. kind of what we mentioned before, mm. which I agree, and I think that is the best way to look at any situation. You miss on one, but you know you've always got next time. But what if they see? What if, well, I just jumped up there. What if there is not next time? Like I, not 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 to do with the panorama. Okay. As in. So as in. What if you don't get invited? Like how do you then deal with that, Sophia? Because <laughs> first of all, I'm getting invited. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that won't be the problem. I can't wait till but your friends don't I invite know, you. I know. After listening to this, they're going to be like, "Fuck her." Um, no, I think no. Well, if they're your mates, there's always going to be a next time. Your best friends are always going to want to spend time with you. Well, I mean, I might be getting the whole wrong end of the stick of what friendships are, but I think that's kind of what happens in a friendship. But then how do you tackle it if it's a case of you're not being invited? Then and... you speak about it. Like then, we if, said. But, do you know, yeah, I guess we have said that, but now I'm thinking... I would just reach... Honestly, if I was that upset about something and it was my no, best, best no, mate, I would I, tell I feel them. like I'm just contradicted everything I've just said because I'm thinking now, well, what if you what if you dead off your friends and you've got nobody? Well, then that's your fault for deading off your friends. Well, if like, they're not inviting me anywhere. <laughs> because, so then, then they're not your friends. But this then how the do thing. I find new friends? This is actually... Do you know what? FOMO is such a deep root problem. Because, because... Yeah, in this pandemic, you're not finding anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Hinge, this, this, hinge, this back podcast, to last week. This podcast is meant to be uplifting. Go on Bumble. And we're telling people, you're not going to find any friends if you... If you if, you no, know what, let's, you just, know, yeah, let's, let's just move on. Okay. A lot of you said, which I'm just going to round up, is that to avoid... Keep yourself busy and avoid social media, which for me is the biggest one. Yeah. If you don't see the fun your friends are having or what you're missing out on or what you haven't been invited to or what you can't afford or even if your mental health isn't prepared to see it, view it, analyse it, interpret it, whatever. If you avoid the social media, you're not going to have that problem full yeah, stop. Yeah, I completely agree. But I think that's that's just a straight kind of period line. Why go on Instagram if you know you're going to go on that app for five minutes, five seconds, and Which then get upset? And get upset the whole evening. For, 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 for weeks. Yeah, yeah. For fucking weeks. Um. Oh, yeah, this one's from one of my other best mates, Ali. She said, rationalise the reason as to why you're not there and didn't go. So I think this again is one of the top tips that we've received because most of the time, unless you're right, if you haven't been invited, then maybe there's a, again, you can rationalize that and think why. And obviously if there's not an answer to that, then it's kind of peak, but you know, <laughs> uh, not, not reading well here. No, as in like, say if you've missed this out. This podcast is meant to be uplifting. Like, no, this is relatable content. This though. is, yeah, yeah no, so, this, is, this is relatable But if it's, if it's an event where you haven't been able to go, then you've stayed home to improve your studies because you've got an exam the next day or because you're not feeling well and it will detriment your health further if you go for a week. Do you know mm. what I mean? So in those cases, I think that that kind of idea works really well. Yeah, I think as well, and that's, you need to rationalize 
obviously I'm repeating the thing, but rationalize the reason and like actually deep it. Like if it's something that's gonna more beneficial in the case, you know, you might can't go. You've got your driving test the next day. You've got an exam the next day. You've got something. Like, is it? Are you really gonna fuck up your driving test or your exam, it? your yeah. final year exam, just to For one night out? Yeah, just to go raving at Tom's. Yeah. Like, no. no. <laughs> I, I guess this also links to um, another one here to recognize that staying in may be the better option, and there are always other times. Which my mum says to me all the time. Yeah. You know, she's like, just stay in. But yeah, you know, my parents say that all the time. My mum says this to me, and like, not when it's like going out, out, but like you know, it's linking the boys at the pub. Just stay in, like you linked them last week. You linked them, you linked them on Wednesday. Why are you going to the pub again on Friday? And you're like, because I, I like to drink. <laughs> My mom, you think I'm an alcoholic? Well, I'm an alcoholic. Yes, yeah. With this one, sometimes it is about weighing up whether it's worth it. And if you've made the decision to stay, this links to another one. Don't dwell on it too much. Mm. Just you've made your decision. Don't dwell on it. Avoid the socials and try and focus on something else. I think as well, if you decide to stay in, yeah, and it's, especially if your friends have gone. This is more related to, related to uni. If your friends have gone to a house party or a night out, and you've decided to stay in, the the good thing is you can actually change your mind with May with May through and be like, you know what, actually, I am gonna go out. Like if you if you realize, like don't if. Maybe I'm trying to make myself feel better. Yeah, but like, that, and that's if... not the solution to the phone. <laughs> Don't just go out. No, like, no. If you made the decision, no. you stick to it. But yeah, if you want to make it, sometimes you can't. Yeah, actually, make that bear yeah. just ignore me there. Ignore, I was, don't I'm listen to Ronaldo. Waffling. That was a stupid response. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, finally, I guess, trying to make the most of situations you're in instead of always looking for better things. I don't know how I feel a bit mm. this, about this one because it. how can you make the most of the situation you're in if you're not enjoying if you're if you're having FOMO if you're not enjoying right because what I feel like I feel like we're trying to give beyond all and end all answers here but we're not gurus you know I know yeah don't take uh, our advice at complete face value but we're trying to help here um I guess this one about you know making the most of the situation and looking forward to better times is also kind of linked to kind of gratitude and also seeing what you've got yeah and this kind of back to your mother's day point yeah, I guess yeah and I guess just like Again, it really isn't the be all and end all all the time. Mm. Like, just appreciate what you're doing and what you have. And a lot of you have said to look forward to better times because there will always be better times. It might not be exactly the same exact experience again, mm. but you create your new experiences and you create new opportunities for yourself. And I think that's really important to remember. And I think that links down to, you know, FOMO isn't just, again, related to social events. Like, you, there are going to be other internships you can apply for. You, you, you're not going to miss out on every job opportunity. You're not going to miss out on every experience. You're not going to miss out on every, I don't know, like, learning curve in life. Yeah, and sometimes when, as cheesy as it sounds, when one door closes, another door opens. Like, <laughs> if you don't go to that, something else might, I don't know. You know, there's always, there's always a next time. I think a good ending note is to always remember, this is what someone else said is, I remember that we're all on our own path in life and I don't have to always be involved, linking with another point of find peace in solitude and convincing yourself maybe it's not better going by saving money, studying more, having self-reflection and just assessing the situation you're actually mm. in, which I think those three points link quite well. They link really nicely. Yeah, I think it's important to reiterate this whole idea of being on our own path in life, especially at our age, and at this time of our lives at the moment, not just regarding FOMA, but again, kind of the wider point and focus of our podcast, mm. that everyone's doing different things at different times and you're not always going to be part of everything. Yeah, Um sure. I guess to kind of wrap up our also final tips, Ronaldo. Um, just, you know, I think... Well, I think every, I think everybody's tips beforehand has made me realise a lot because I don't really have a lot of tips myself. I guess you... 
I think be realistic about your availability and be realistic about what consequences you might have from you know going out if again like I said previously if you've got an exam you're not really missing out because at the end of the day what if you flop that exam and the repercussion of consequence is a lot worse and a lot more it's going to be on your head for longer it's going to affect your mental well-being longer well I imagine oh fuck I fucked up my my last year exam now I'm graduating with a grade I don't want to graduate Mm. all because I went to Simon's house party like <laughs> Tom, not, Simon how long uh, yeah be realistic about your availability and schedule technology breaks you know f- sync in when okay I'm gonna spend this hour off my phone or lock lock your social medias you can lock your mm. uh, times on your phone and your mm-hmm. settings which is a good one and then kind of it physically locks you out of the app unless you obviously change the setting and I think you know one of the most important things to remember is to forget the fake and perfect lives of you know Facebook and Instagram and all the social media platforms that lead to this kind of increased FOMO. Um, And yeah, also, most importantly, again, try gratitude. Try and be, put a bit of perspective in your situation and like be grateful for the things you do have because, you know, research also does show that it works. So I think that's really important to remember. On a final note that Sophia has emphasized quite well as well is communication. I think Mm, that's really important communicate with these if it's again this is more related to a case of if you feel like you haven't been invited somewhere communicate oh pardon me i burped <laughs> communicate with those people um i'm not saying confront them all at once maybe con- confront one of them two of them however many and that will help your mental well-being a lot because you won't overthink the situation which i think will eat you alive and i think mental health social media and fomo all just link hand in hand so it's mm. just about your self well-being um but at least none of us will have FOMO because we're in a lockdown and I think yeah that's, that's we can have that to look forward to post pandemic yes um, but on a, on, on a final note guys we really hope you've enjoyed this week's episode it's been a longer one from us this it's week it's been really great hearing some of your responses and we want to keep them coming week by week so thank you for that and tune in next week for another insightful and hopefully interesting episode straight out of uni see you guys next week bye